Hey there, badass. Welcome to the Leading Rebels podcast, your bi-weekly dose of inspiring advice dished up by kick-ass female leaders. I'm your host, Kat Brindell, and this is episode two, an interview with Katrin Jans, head of press and blogger relations at Online Crafting School Makerist. If you became a leader on early in your career, then this is the episode for you. Katrin shares advice on being real and focusing that is relevant for all leaders, but especially younger ones like her and me. I was lucky enough to get a chance to chat with Katrin about what it means to be a young leader at the beautiful Makers office in Berlin. She is 28 and has been the head of press and blogger relations at the creative Berlin startup Makers since 2013, currently leading two employees. In 2016, she was selected as one of the 30 under 30 young professionals by PR report. Before working in press and content creation, she volunteered in the online editorial team of Cosmopolitan, worked as a freelance journalist for Bild, and completed a degree in cultural and literary sciences. When she isn't speaking to the press, Katrin plays a ukulele and a MIDI keyboard, collects book quotes, builds 60s playlists, and reads an out-of-scale amount of graphic novels. As always, no need to write down notes. Just enjoy the conversation and head on over to leadingrebels.com slash two after the episode for all key takeaways and action points. Now let's get started. Okay, well, welcome. I'm super excited, Katrin, to interview you. We're at the Maker's Office, which, by the way, is a really beautiful, beautiful space. I feel like I have to explore a little bit more after this. Um, but do you want to maybe just introduce yourself real quick to the audience? Hi, very nice having you here in our office. I'm Katrin. I'm Head of Press and Blogger Relations at Maker's. Before um, that, I was working as a um, marketing expert over here, also in production for our video classes. Before that, I've been um, in the press team for Dabanda, a marketplace for handmade products. And before that, I've been a journalist, so I switched to the dark side of the moon, um, for example, for Cosmopolitan Online. Cool. Yes. So you have a very broad expert, but it's great to be on the journalist side and then you know what you're talking about when you talk to journalists. Exactly. I think that's a good connection to definitely make. It is. So how long have you been at Makerist now? Since four years now. I just had my little birthday in June. And um, yeah, I'm actually the first employee. We're 40 persons now. And um, I got to know Axel at Davanda. He worked there. And um, he was head of international. Um, and he had that great idea when I was just about to leave Davanda. And, um, well, I was, I was really liking him. People loved him at Davanda, so I trusted in him. And I totally started out with uh, Amber as well. And now many things had happened. It's really, it's this big journey, maybe... Um, right now the biggest um, business journey I ever had. That's great. Yes, the startup world it definitely changes a lot in a short amount of time and being there from the beginning definitely means a lot of changes. Yeah. <laughs> but actually what you mentioned was a great example of good leadership. If somebody is good at the places you are, you maybe sometimes follow them to their next spots. Um, maybe going back to that, what was kind of your experience of a good or maybe not so good leadership example early in your career? I'm lucky to say that I had two real, like, mentor people around. These are um, my first boss I ever had. I was 21. I uh, did an internship for Build Magazine for, for um, the newspaper. 
and um, he was the boss of it. And um, he was very, very like ec eccentric, a very extreme person. But he trusted in me and he gave me from day one, he gave me really big tasks and it was quite hard for me. But um, it, wa it was a, um, an amazing experience because like he, he really trusted me. He just sent me there and then I came back with my article and he was really direct. And he like taught me how to, how to be direct and also authentic. And that it's also not bad to be a little bit eccentric as a leadership person, because that's, that's the thing. If you can talk and if you have really an attitude and, and really like a character that stays in mind, people tend to follow you. That's true. And if you show people it's okay to be different, they also feel more comfortable to maybe be different themselves as well. Exactly. And I'm still friends with him. He's a really inspiring person. But also Axel and Ember taught me a lot. I mean, we did this journey together and um, they also learned a lot. And that is also very nice to see. I mean, Axel was over 40, 40 years old. Um, he was also working for eBay. Um, of course, he has a lot of more experience and um, they showed me how to stay focused how to think in a more holistic way also they just um, sh showed me that it sometimes takes a little time that you can grow into new positions that you that you can can do it in the end and also that it's um, good to be transparent also good to share your sorrows as well not 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 just motivate but especially when you're talking to management pe management uh, people that you um, also tell what what you're worrying about and be a little bit emotional as well being real yeah i think bringing um, your human aspect to work um, being vulnerable being honest being transparent is something that's definitely changed in the last few years more from moving away from the corporate i'm going to separate Thing very strictly to I can be my authentic self, yeah, so to say, in all its facets, yeah. So it's all about empathy as well. It's a big discussion, and we're also discussing it like Accent Ember and I are always talking about such things, and it helps a lot. And they really like they, they listen to me, I listen to them, but they never had this attitude like you're many years younger than, than we are, so we know it better. They're always listening. That's really really precious definitely good advice and you of course in that time in makers also progressed here from uh, your position initially to then stepping yeah. into the head of position you're in now how was that development how was stepping into the role for you it was exciting and it was a big challenge for me i mean i was working first um at production in a startup i mean we were like seven people in the beginning and we want to do classes so we need everyone's just working on the classes and is also doing the rest. Like I also wrote Facebook posts and the newsletters. So I did online marketing without even knowing it in the beginning. And um, I had a very great partner who was specialist um, in online marketing and he told, taught, taught me a lot. And um, then I worked in, in the online marketing team and I, and I wasn't aware, aware of it. I mean, I wanted to be a journalist, actually. And things were totally, like, I never knew what I was going to be at Makers. I just did what, what had to be. And um, then we had the budget. I mean, PR is 
something you you can't do from the very beginning or something that many leaders um, entrepreneurs do at the beginning by themselves and I mean I did PR for Davanda so I was the only one who had experience and who wanted to do it for Makerist so I just started it by myself I did PR like when I had the time um, and then we had the budget and um, I just started out and Axel asked me one day if I want to stay an online marketing manager or if I think I could handle my own team I think I could if I think I could handle this this whole this whole topic by myself and it was really really it was a hard decision because I knew it would be a big challenge and that's also a kind of great experience um on that day when we talked about the heads position um both of them told me I know you give very much but you have to give even more when you're head and at that time I was working 110% so it really made me I was quite afraid now I know that this is a thing bosses say I mean I, I used that sentence a lot it's it's quite funny because at that time it really impressed me and now I just slightly smile when I hear sentences sentences like that typical boss sentences <laughs> but it's definitely a good advice to kind of um I guess that you were aware of like the concerns you had but didn't let that fear kind of stop you from from still going after it and saying I think I can do this yeah the fear yeah. didn't win I just wanted to check it out and I thought and I thought what's the worst thing that can happen they let you go they don't want you anymore well okay fail but then let's just move on and it worked it works so that's quite a good thing well congratulations definitely so, I mean, thank now you you're established in this role so that's a good great step how was that going back those that first few i'm going to say quotation marks days but of course maybe longer when you were just in this new role when you were getting new people when the team was being built by you so to say what was your experience there in the beginning what lessons did you maybe learn um in the beginning i stayed very nervous It was, yeah, I took it very seriously. And I just got a smile when I think about that time because, of course, I was nervous for no reason. But I think it's kind of also a good thing to be nervous because then you're getting better and better and you want to do it perfectly and stuff. But um, when I got my first employees, I told them that it's new for me. I'm still not sure if that's the perfect way because some people want to feel secure and safe and they want to have like the big expert on their side. Um, but for my team and for the people I chose, I think it was a very good way because they knew they can also decide. They can be sparing partners like my first employee, Bettina. She's still a sparing partner for me. She came here two years ago and she had the chance to to also yeah decide on things, to see how it works, how to be a leader somehow. Now it's a little bit different. I mean, I really grew into that position. But um, yeah, I told them in the beginning, I told them this is quite new for me and please give me feedback, talk, talk with me. And that's what we did. We talked about and feedbacked very often and now we do that on a regular basis as well and um, yeah I'm getting better and better in a startup when you build up something you haven't done really before or you were just one co-worker under many um, you have the feeling you don't know if you're doing it right you don't have any expert 
in the company who tells you, yeah, cool, good idea. You, you're just doing what you think is, is good and that is very cool and also very frightening. And I had, um, I was very lucky that I had um, also uh, mentors for me, Compose Relations. They were working for us for um, half a year as um, specialists um, who were just yeah, telling me things. They were meeting up and um, coaching me somehow. And they are uh, Christina and Sandra. They um, do PR for startups. And that's important that it's really only for startups because they knew how the business is and that it's different from big companies. And they taught me a lot. But the most important thing that they taught me is just that I'm all right, that I'm doing all right and that I can do it without them. In the end, they said, we can let you go with a very good feeling. You're doing great work. And that's something I didn't hear before because, I mean, of course, Axon Ember said, great, but they actually have no real idea how... how PR works. So that was very, very cool. And I know many people don't have that chance to hear that from Good experts. Point. Building up like a little bit of a safety net to kind of give you the feeling there is people there and you know you can go to them and then they and then they say, hey, you don't need the safety limit. That I think is great feedback to be able to to move forward. Yeah, definitely. Something that also I just caught from the conversation said, how is well when you're in leadership position, you also have to focus more a little more on the leadership and less on the execution side. How was it moving from basically you being alone and having to execute everything to then, I would assume, giving away some of those tasks and assignments to other people and kind of doing a handover of, of some of your to-do, so to say? Good question, because uh, that's still, I, th I think that's something you, you will never really learn in a perfect way. So it, it will always hurt a little. Since October, I have a very great colleague, um, Bita. She's writing for an online magazine that's also part of my, my team. And, um, she's, she, she was so good when she started. She was really so good that she could do completely alone. She, she doesn't need me. That's a feeling. It's great. It's amazing. But sometimes it's, wait, I wanted to be a journalist all the time. Now, now I, no, I don't even write texts anymore. And I realized that many months later, like, hey, I'm not writing anymore. Crazy, but I'm also happy about it because I just have the time to, to plan things and to, to think about the future. And um, also Bettina is uh, doing a lot of PR work right now and um, I don't have the time for it anymore. I think in the beginning it's quite hard to let things go, but if you trust the people and if you also like them and you, you love their work, then it's not so hard. I think it's harder when you have someone who doesn't do it in the way you like it and, and it's not satisfying and maybe um, it's not so much fun for the person if you see that, that it's something that still hurts sometimes, but I don't have someone like that in my team right now. That's great. No, that's, that's a very lucky moment. Um, just reminds me of this There's this book by Simon Sinek, which is Leaders Eat Last. And one of the pain points he says often for leaders is you became a leader because you did what you were doing before so well. Mm -hmm. So, of course, the person afterwards is not going to be at your level because you were in quotation marks too, too good to be mm -hmm. in that position. So, sometimes it's a bit painful to have somebody which is like, well, mm -hmm. I would do it. It's easier if I did it. But actually, that's not your, not your role anymore in the, in the relationship. But it's good that you have to go where you feel confident and 
Don't feel like you have to jump in too much. Uh, and, the, and the fun thing, thing is that you don't even realize that you're letting things go. You realize it months later when you see, well, well why don't, don't I do it anymore? What happened? What am I doing, actually? There was also a time when I really thought about, what am I actually, what is my role? <laughs> like, of course, I had a million tasks, but I was used to have billion tasks, <laughs> And, and now I can really focus. That is also something new for me. Like just 12 months ago that I realized that I have now the time to really plan for my team. Like think about goals and, and think strategic and um, have this holistic view. I didn't have the time for it. I had daily business before. So that's actually an interesting question. What would you say if you had to summarize what your key thing is that you bring to the team now because clearly we're not in the execution phase so what is that your insight and leadership that you bring to to the team the most important um, role is that i show them the the um, mission our mission in the end and not only our mission in the team but our mission for the whole company what is our team doing for our company mission and um like showing them that we're not alone, avoid silo thinking, motivate them, give them the knowledge they need, and also, yeah, focus. Um, a very important thing is um, we're using OKR since uh, the beginning of this year, um, objective key results, so um, we are defining them every week, and they really have now a specific goal every week, And we're talking about that on Mondays um, at 10. And then on Friday, um, we, we, we look at the results. I'm, I'm also very much into different topics for the company. Also code of conduct, for example, communications aspects that um, my employees don't deal with. And I think yeah, my, my role is putting things into perspective for them. I, I see where they are uh, good at, and then I, yeah, I, I show them ways how to live that in the company and how to use talents for makerist. Because uh, I know how hard it is to think strategically, strategically, <laughs> and to, um, yeah, to see the whole thing. I had to learn it too. That's perfect. And if. Summarizing a little bit, also going back to that, what would be your advice to somebody who's maybe being a first-time leader who's just stepping into that role? The classical thing, and I and I mentioned it before, is trust in yourself. Don't be afraid. Don't panic. But also um, talk to your employees. Listen to them. Um, be also em em empathic, um, but also um, do one-on-ones. If you have more than, than two employees, you should definitely do a one-on-one. That is also something I did too late. And um, feedback. After four months in a startup, maybe more often, after four months, you should totally feedback. And um, have your OKRs. Don't lose focus. And I would also think that in your team now or in the company-wide, there are maybe not yet in a leadership position but aspiring to maybe be in one day um, being in that position how would you give those people advice what can they do to kind of show like hey I'm ready for maybe taking the next step or how they can showcase that they have not just are good at their execution work but could also maybe lead something yeah um, take a step back 
that's that's the most important thing. You must learn to take a step back if you want to go further. <laughs> if you're perfect at the stuff you do, you're not a leader. That, that That's not yet a leader. Ta take a look around you. Think about how you can, can do it better. Are you working efficiently? Is, is every job you do on a daily basis, is it, is it worth it for, for the main goal, for Makerist, for your company? What can you do there to make it better? Find people you can talk to, discuss with them, and then in the end, meet your bosses and, and show, them, show them your ideas. Have ideas, yeah. It's, it's really, it's not that easy. Many people who are new in a job or many, many starters in, in business think they have millions of ideas, but it's, that's not reality. It's, it's very hard to take that step back. Yeah, you should just present it. First, talk to other people. What do they think about it? Talk to experts. You can't know everything. Um, connect and then, yeah, just say what you want. Don't don't be afraid, but also don't... Um, I, I also hear uh, people being unhappy that people don't listen to them, but that's not necessary. You can make people listen to you, actually. Just do it. What are tactics you found that have helped you um, speak up when, when you had the feeling that maybe somebody wasn't listening or you weren't getting your message through somehow? Yeah, just ask for uh, it's just just ask for that book your meeting room. <laughs> just to force them, yeah. Or or talk to other people who maybe are closer to, for example, the bosses, you know. Um, or write an email with a little excerpt what is my topic about I mean in stressful times I know it's hard to just beg for for a meeting but um, if you have a great idea why why not listen and um, also in at Makerist we, we also have the opportunity once a week to talk to uh, our both uh, leaders they have one hour like open hour where everybody can come at them and just talk to them That's also a great strategy. And to your point about new ideas, I also found that um, you have to also encourage people to question you because I also had that feeling that people are like, okay, you gave me the strategy, great, I'm going to execute. And then yeah, absolutely. like, well, I mean, why did you do this? And like, well, you said to do it that way. And I was like, actually, probably, could be, I'm sure. Yeah. But also feel free to question me and be like, are you sure that if you don't think that is the right way? Yeah, that happens all the time, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can either explain it to you why it is and yeah. you also have more knowledge or we talk about it and realize, hey, maybe you have a better way and yeah. it's not the best way. Yeah, exactly. Kind of connect to that if you would have like one, I don't know if there is one, but maybe if there is a biggest learning moment or one key success that you felt like was like a little highlight for you. My biggest success is happening right now, actually. I have a team of people who are really, really evolving. They are growing and I see that and it makes me very proud and very happy. They they see their talents, they get better, they think holistic, they they have ideas, they are very committed. That is also something you should not underestimate. It's really important to make new employees really committed as a startup, uh, especially. They are very, very, I, I can absolutely trust them. They trust me. And we're a great team, yeah. We want to go out, have some drinks. We we help each other out. It's very great teamwork. But also, we're not like silo thinking. We are talking to other teams. They are very outgoing, you know, in the in the working time as well. And um, 
I'm always very proud when I'm watching them and um, watching them working and talking to other other colleagues and colleagues are also saying stuff like I really appreciate working with them and um, also the bosses and that is very very great to hear that we got a team a team that is also very very that loves the company and gets loved back <laughs> oh, that definitely sounds like a good environment to be in yeah. like and especially I think you can talk a lot about great leadership, but at the end of the day, it's a bit of a show-don't-tell thing, and the mm-hmm. fact that people stay is the biggest way mm-hmm. to show that that's actually true, mm-hmm. not just something you say. Yeah. Um, to wrap it up, I just have two, three little questions. If you have very short, main three things as a leader you should focus on, what would those be for you? Focus on focusing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Never forget that. It happens all the time that you realize you're not focusing because you have have a topic that you're really into and that you like, but actually it doesn't help that much. <laughs> also, um, be transparent as much as you can. Tell people what's happening right now. Exp- you have to explain so much. You have to explain all the time, but it's a good thing and that's part of your job. So explain. <laughs> Focus on yeah what's best for the company but also if your employees are happy you're the person who cares for them and if you see that someone's not doing well people don't sleep anymore they work too much it's also a very modern way of thinking that you that it's also part of your role to tell them to stop and to just take care of themselves too it's also part of the job it's not just work 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 but also watching them, talking to them. Absolutely. I think we've also been realizing that it's not about the hours. If you have too many hours, yeah. then of course, you're not performing well. Yeah. About... They can do home office whenever they want, for example, because I can trust them. That's, not, of course, very important too. Yeah, perfect. Um, if there a leadership, not maybe leadership resource, but say, is there a book or a tool or something that's been super helpful for you? Of course, you can read millions of books. You can listen to many podcasts uh, about startups. I read every day Deutsche Startups, Gründerszene, Edition F, of course. I'm very interested in women in leadership roles. Um, There are also like women in leadership gangs, like uh, women in digital digital media women but um, that's all great but um, the most important thing is talk to people and I didn't know how important that is until uh, last year when I was uh, invited as uh, one of the 30 under 30 um, youngsters in the PR scene and I got to know all of them in Munich. It's, it's not like you're the best PR person under 30. It was more like showing showing Germany that there are many different kinds of PR and um, many different experts. And um, I actually never liked PR people when I was a journalist and also later on. I, I thought many of them were too, I don't know, not real, you know, like always like they were like a commercial (laughs) yeah exactly and um but then i realized um when i was there last year it was very very helpful also talking about being a young leader you you never find people such a young age who have your problems and and then suddenly i talked to many people who had the same 
sorrows and issues and um, the same fears but also the same like good vibes and um, yeah they I, I'm still in contact with them now now I go to a PR Stammtisch as well so visit Stammtisch it helps a lot to um, yeah show if you're on the right way and how if you're doing right it's for me it's the best way to to get better absolutely I think sparing it's partners the online resources are great but you have to have those in-person connections yeah. to which are the ones that really yeah. help and drive you but also um, you can follow I mean I use LinkedIn a lot and I follow some leaders and it's also quite interesting interesting to see their yeah, everyday life fake <laughs> everyday life but it, you learn a lot yeah that's true and just to wrap up, what is the one thing you'd want to tell women how to be better leaders? I think especially women uh, tend to, I mean, you hear it in my interview, they think they're not good enough. They think they need longer. They think they should do it in this and that way. And um, it will take time to be a great leader or stuff. I mean, of course, it takes time. But um, if I watch men getting a, a leadership position they are so they, they they know what they can do and they show it and they say it and I, I didn't do that when I when I got my role and in the end I think why didn't I do it I mean I'm, I'm doing all right so I mean it's the typical thing but really believe in yourself don't don't, don't be yeah don't be afraid and also don't be afraid of um, being a woman you know talking talking like a woman because I watch especially older uh, leadership uh, female leadership roles they often um, they act like men do they they watch them and do what they do they have a their wo their voice is getting like deeper, deeper exactly and um, I, I don't like that I don't want that I want to stay I, I'm still a woman yeah, why, why can't I dress like a woman and talk like a woman? Why do I have to wear these suits? <laughs> I mean, I'm not against uh, women in suits, but <laughs> yeah, that is something I don't. I, I want to be. I want to be a leader with a flowery, flowery dress and uh, with metal boots and I don't know. You know, just being authentic and um, yeah. Absolutely, I think I actually recently heard another podcast that was kind of discussing, say, how if you play by somebody else's or men's old rules, it's not actually kind of going as a patriarchy if you're still adopting their rules. Yeah. What you really do different is if you say, yeah. I'm going to play by my rules and yeah. what I want to do, not yeah. emulating whatever you decided is the standard. And that's why I think being a little bit eccentric is a good thing. <laughs> Which is the point that I'm going to say to the listeners because they can't see you. They have amazing red hair. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Which is definitely stand out. And uh, I think they'll have to check out your picture to see it in all its glory. But um, that definitely <laughs> is a, is a non-corporate awesome thing. Thank you. <laughs> well, thanks so much for taking the time. And um, it sounds like you're doing awesome things. And I will definitely also tell listeners in a minute where they can find you to learn more. Thanks to you. Bye. Now that was a powerful dose of leadership inspiration. I hope today's actionable advice will help you skyrocket your own growth. For more on today's guest and a link to everything that was mentioned in the episode, have a look at the description. 
also important reminder, empowered women, empower women. Share the podcast or tell a friend about it to spread the word and help more women unleash the baddest boss within them. Thanks for listening.